Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And we're also going to have a special guest in about four seconds here who is going to give away one of his books at one of the trivia questions. So that's that'll be kind of fun. Um, today's trivia theme is just miscellaneous trivia. Now, today, our special guest is Jay Connor of the Connor Marketing Group. Jay, welcome to the Best of Investing. Well, thank you so much, Edward. I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to talk about my most passionate subject, and that's private money for real estate. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. That, that seems to be always our, our, our favorite topic is private money for real estate. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, and then we'll get into these great questions you sent me. Sure. Well, my wife, Carol Joy, she and I have been investing here in Eastern North Carolina full-time since 2003. Uh, We've done all kinds of real estate, commercial. We've got a shopping center that we built from the ground up, but our focus has been on single family houses. And in the first six years, Edward, that we were in the business from 2003 to 2009, we relied on the local bank to fund our deals. And then myself, along with every other real estate investor in the world, with the global financial crisis of 2007, 8, and 9, we lost our lines of credit. I had to find a better and quicker way to fund our deals, so we learned about private money. Since that time, we've been using private money from individuals, not institutional money, but from individuals to fund our deals. We got 44 private lenders funding our deals these days, about $8.5 million that we move from project to project to project. And so that's my passion is sharing how it is that private money transformed our real estate investing business. Excellent. You know, it reminds me, uh, in 1979, my dad had this real estate deal and I didn't have, you know, I was 19 years old, didn't have any money. Um, So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to the bank. And I'm going to, I mean, this is such a smoking hot deal. The bank's going to love this, right? I didn't know anything. I was 19 years old, you know? And uh, so they said, well, what do you put up as collateral? I said, well, look, this, I got this interest in this LL, you know, this, this limited partnership. And they said, no. And I couldn't, I guess back then being 19, I had no idea. What are you stupid bank? You can't figure this out. You know? And it's like now being a, a lot older and a little bit wiser, I realized, no, they want just safe collateral. You know, that's right. That's right. So so I totally get that. Um, So how did you uh, 
you know, would go from the banks to the private money? What, what was the first thing you did? So, uh, now when you say what's the first thing I did as far as raising private money? Yeah, or yeah. Like, okay, so you go to the bank, bank says, sorry, you know, we're, we're, we're flush out of cash right now, you know. Right. Um, uh, you're going to have to look for some alternative. You know, usually people go to family and friends, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, right, right. Yeah, what, what do they call relationship money? So yeah. how did I start? Well, first of all, I learned at the very beginning that to do private money the way I do it, I'm not going to go around begging, chasing, asking anybody for money. In fact, Edward, I know you're an expert in private money. You know what? I have never asked anybody for money. I've never asked anybody to fund any of my deals. And people ask me all the time. They say, Jay, how in the world do you have all that private money? You got all your deals being funded by private lenders and you don't ask anybody for money. And here's the answer. Uh, First of all, the money comes first. So I teach people, I started out teaching people my private lending program. You know, the traditional way to borrow money is you go to the bank, you get on your hands and knees, you put your hands underneath your chin and you say, please loan me money. Please give me a mortgage, you know, and you know what? It's 180 degrees from that. I started teaching people my private lending program. I set the rules. I set the interest rate. I set the length of the note. And so I teach them the program, how they can get high rates of return safely and securely. And so they tell me how much they have to invest. They love the program. Is it investment capital that they have or, and or, is it retirement funds that they have? We have 44 private lenders funding our deals right now, and over half of them are using their retirement funds to invest and get either tax-deferred returns or tax-free returns, depending on the type of retirement funds they have. So I teach them. They tell me how much they've got to invest, and then I go find a deal for them to fund just as soon as possible. And you know what, Edward? Not only have I not asked for any money, I've never pitched a deal in my life. They say, Jay, how do you get your deals funded if you don't pitch the deal? Well, first yeah. of all, I don't call them up. By the way, Edward, we still have landlines. Landline. Here in North Carolina. <laughs> I call them up and I don't ask them if they want to fund my deal. That's the most stupid question I could ask in my life. Of course, I know they want to fund my deal. They've been waiting for the good news phone call. Yeah. I call them up. I tell them four things. This is all they want to know. And in fact, when they're starting out, uh, it's more than they want to know. I call them up and I say, I've got great news for you. I can now put your money to work. I got a house in Newport with an after-repaired value of 200000 The funding required is 150000 I know they got 150000 They already told me. The closing is next Thursday. You need to have your funds wired by next Wednesday. End of conversation. They've been waiting for the phone call. I'm not going to bring them a deal to fund unless it meets the criteria of my private lending program. So that's how I do it without asking for money. I love it. Okay, we're going to get more into that because I've got uh, some questions for that. Okay, here's our uh, first trivia question. Now, on this trivia question, we're going to give away the uh, tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. The next question, we're going to give away your book. All right. Uh, first trivia question is hematology is a branch of medicine involving the study of what? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, hematology is a branch of medicine involving the study of what? 
888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Jay Connor. First trivia question was, hematology is a branch of medicine involving the study of what? Jay, what's the answer to that? Well, hematology sounds like it's got the same root word as hemoglobin. So I'm going to guess it's the study of blood. Bingo. You are correct. Very good. All right. Now, I don't know if you can use that tanning certificate because you're all the way in North Carolina. I'm in North Carolina. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to forfeit my prize to someone else okay. in your California area. Well, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. So it's interesting because um, you were mentioning before about, you know, not, quote, selling uh, your, your product, so to speak. We're kind of the same way at Pacific Private Money where we, we don't do promotion. We do attraction, you know, um, and I, I'm going to blip into this for a minute and then we're going to come back to you. So like at Pacific Private Money, we have four different funds. One of our funds is uh, one that almost acts like a money market account. It's liquid. You, you only have to give us 30 days notice when you want your money back. Now, the two catches are one, you have to be an accredited investor, but that's the way it is for all funds, you know, like ours. Uh, the second thing is the minimum investment in this one is 250000 But other than that, I mean, you can't write checks against it, but you could put your money in today. And then let's say two months later, you say, hey, you know what? I really need my money back. Well, within 30 days, we'll give you your money back. And the way, and, and the, here's the best part. For $250,000, we are paying 7%. For $500,000, we are paying 8%. For a million dollars, we're paying 9%. And if you give us like lots and lots and lots of money, like $5 million, we can potentially pay up to 10%. And the, the reason that the big question is, well, how can it be so liquid? And the reason is that we are funding loans, primarily doing bridge loans to uh, owner-occupied consumer you know, purposes. And then we package them together and then we sell them to the big boys, the big institutions. And we do that in tranches of, you know, five, six, seven, eight million dollars worth. So every roughly two to three weeks, the big boys will send us that money back. And then before we put it back out on the conveyor belt to do another loan, we first find out, has anybody put a redemption request in? If they have, boom, they get paid off. So I've seen redemption requests been handled in three days because the person just happened to ask for their money back. And three days later, we got a big check because that's when the tranche had, uh, had sold. So, you know, again, being in this business for well over 30 years, I don't know of any other conservative liquid. I would consider this roughly, you know, fairly liquid investment that's paying in today's market, that high rate of return. So that is fan, that's fantastic, Edward. Yeah. You know, one yeah. of the big reasons my private lenders want to do business with me is three big reasons, and they really relate to what you got going on. One is they're going to make a whole lot more money than they can, you know, in, yeah. in the local CD. You know, even with the rise in interest rates, you yeah. know, a lot of people don't know this, but on the front 
page of the money section of USA Today, every yeah. Thursday, yeah. they publish the national average of certificates of deposit yields in yeah. the United States. Prior to COVID, it got down to 0.17% was the national 12-month. Well, even with the increase in mortgage rates, as recent as two weeks ago, the national average was 0 point nine seven percent still less than one percent well you know i pay my private lenders a straight eight percent across the board you've got phenomenal rates that you're paying so they make a lot of money number two what they love about doing business with me and with you as well is in contrast to the stock market their investment's not volatile it's, you know, exactly. they know exactly what the rate of return is going to be. And, you know, some of my private lenders, the older they get, they ain't got time to live through another correction. Correct. I, I, and I'm with you on that. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 63, but uh, I, I've been, you know, again, I remember all the way back to the 70s, you know, with high inflation and all this. And uh, the way I've always kind of looked at this is, uh, A, I don't have time to, to, to make it back again, but I don't have the stomach for it. And... I don't want to lose principal because, you know, and I've, and I've gone through this, this exercise with people. I said, you know, you lose 25% in the stock market or whatever investment the next year, you got to make 33% on your money just to break even. Mm-hmm. If you're working with that much less, less, less money. Now, sure. You, you know, and I tell people, I said, listen, when you invest with Pacific private money, you're not going to make 20, 30, 40% like you may or may not make in the stock market, but it's going to be liquid and you know your money's there because what's it tied to? It's tied to the real estate. We're, we're, we are basically the bank. So we're, we're the lender, right? Um, now, the thing is, we, we don't offer, uh, you know, depreciation and other thing, you know, tax benefits for owning the real estate. However, our funds qualify for QBID, which for people who know about that, uh, if, you, if you qualify, you'd have to ask your CPA, uh, 20% of the income that we pay, you don't have to pay taxes on. Mm-hmm. Under the current rules, uh, if you qualify, so you know eight percent ends up being a, a higher rate of return. You know, for if someone puts half a million dollars in, with well, what is the minimum investment? Uh, uh, what's the minimum investment people invest when they invest with you, and what's the time horizon generally? Yeah, so I have two different minimums. So a private lender with me, we do everything. So you have funds, yeah, right? Yeah. Syndication, et cetera. Right. With me, everything that I do is what's called one-offs. Oh, so yeah, yeah. they got, you got a house that a private lender is investing and loaning money on. And so you got a house, you got the private lender. Well, a private lender can be either in first position mm-hmm. for the purchase or if they have a smaller amount of money and they only have an amount of money for like rehabbing of a house, yeah. uh-huh. then they would be in a junior position. So yeah. if, but we still do a total loan to value maximum of 75% of the after repaired value, right? So we give a great equity cushion. So the minimum for purchase is a hundred thousand okay. dollars. The minimum in a junior position is $50,000. And what uh, you said you pay 8% for the 8% in first position, 10% in second position. All right. When we come back, I I do want to ask you like the experience that you've had with uh, borrowers who maybe haven't been, you know, as stellar. And then, you know, do you have construction draws and and that kind of fun stuff that that we'll get a little, we'll get a little deeper. That'll be kind of fun. All right. We're going to cut to our second commercial break. And this time the gift is going to be, 
uh, Jay's book, which the name of it is? Where to Where get, to the, get money the money now. now. All right, this will be good for, <laughs> for those people who are looking for the money. All right, the musical My Fair Lady was based on what classic play? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win Jay's book, which is pretty awesome. Uh, again, the musical My Fair Lady was based on what classic play? All right. Stay with us. You are listening to the best of investing. When we come back. We're gonna we're gonna grill Jay in a good way. We're always nice to our guests, but we want to get into the nitty gritty because uh, a lot of people are are listening and kind of going, "Well, this all sounds good, but I really want to get into a little 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 deeper dive." All right, all right. Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. You're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 8:60 a.m. The Answer. You're listening to the best of investing on 8:60 a.m. The Answer. Once again, your host Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest Jay Connor, uh, my co-host Mark Hom, Nam Fon, Nam Fon. We're like doing all kinds of deals today. So they, uh, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't be uh, co-hosts. I'm sure they would have loved to have been on the show. All right. So now our second trivia question, uh, where we're going to be giving uh, Jay's book away to the first caller with the correct answer. The question was the musical, my fair lady was based on what classic play. Do you know the answer to that one, Jay? I thought it was my fair lady. Obviously that's not right. No, no, no. no. Pygmalion. Well, I cannot win my own book. You can't win your own book. Well, that's probably a good thing. Okay. So let, let me ask you this when, um, because you, you divide your uh, deals, it sounds like into you're, are you mostly giving uh, money to fix the flippers for the most part? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, regardless as to whether it's what we call an ugly house or a pretty yeah. house, um, when the seller requires all the cash, which in the real world is most of the time, yes, um, we're going to use private money to fund the deal. Okay. Uh, but most of the properties that we buy, we, I mean, I'm in a small market, Edward, only 40,000 people in my market, yeah. but we do two to three deals a month. Our average profit right now is $78,000 wow. per deal funded by private money. So most of the deals that we're doing, we are buying at 50% of the after repaired value or less. And so most of our properties are needing renovation to some degree. And where are they primarily located? All right here in Carteret County and Craven County, just in okay. two counties here in Eastern North Carolina. Well, you know, the good part about that uh, from an investor standpoint is it's right in your backyard. So, you know, the area really well, you know, exactly what it needs, you know, exactly what it'll sell. Um, so now you're uh, actually, you don't really have a borrower because you, you guys are, are actually buying it for your portfolio, right? Yes, that's okay, correct. Gotcha. So we're not like a middle person. We're not a broker. Yeah. Um, everything that we're borrowing is for our company. Gotcha. Okay. So let's say uh, the house is uh, 200000 uh, after repair value, the most you'll pay for that is a hundred thousand, right? Well, so here, yeah. So if I'm paying a hundred, then I may have thirty, thirty-five thousand, you know, in renovation yeah. costs. 
-hmm. The most I'm going to borrow is 75% of the after-repaired value, not of the purchase price. So that's where it's different between institutional money and, you know, private money, relationship money. So we don't have draws. Um, because I'm getting all the money up front. I'm getting all the rehab money up front. And of okay. course, no lender is going to do that unless you've got the trust, the relationship in place. And even with that, mm-hmm. I do not borrow any unsecured money. Every every time we have a note, that note is back and collateralized by the real estate that we are purchasing. Gotcha. And so do you have a bunch of contractors who work for you or four, four, got four, four general contractors. So, you know, right now we've got Pearson circle, Chatham street, market street, um, Ridge road, and one more I'm forgetting. So right now we've got five renovations, rehabs going on right now. Okay. And that's about what we've going got going at any given time. So, so actually you or your company is the borrower, really? That's correct. Okay. And uh, so Mr. Jones is a client and he'll, he'll, he'll invest. Uh, well, okay. So does your company put any of its own money in or do you just strictly get the first and the second from investors. Yep. We're using all with private money. Gotcha. So uh, again, the relationship is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because, and, and again, this is no slight to, to anybody, but the question probably comes up, well, where's your incentive? Like, let's say if something, if you start to see, oh my gosh, we didn't realize, you know, the foundation needs this or the roof's in much worse shape or it got dry rot, et cetera. You know what? I'm just going to throw the towel in and go on to my next deal. Do you, do you personally guarantee it or, or what, what, what are the, what happens to those investors, investor A, the first and investor B, the second with the rehab money? Yeah. Well, I've never thrown the towel in on any deal. Good. Good. Uh, Number two, do my renovations and rehabs ever run more than I anticipated? Always. Always. 100% of the time, always (laughs) they cost more, but here's the secret sauce. The secret sauce in making money in this business, at least from my perspective, it's not in estimating repairs to the penny. The secret sauce is in making the offer, Offer. making the offer and buying the property at such a substantially discounted amount. Then, I mean, is Murphy, if something can go wrong, goes wrong, is Murphy going to show up? Yeah, Murphy's going to show up. Murphy's cousins, Murphy's grandparents, Murphy's children, they're going to show up in the property. So, like, for example, we just recently sold a house at 1010 Oak Drive here in Moorhead City. I bought it for $188,000. Now, when I bought it at the time, the after-repaired value was three seventy-five. dollars I anticipated the rehab to be right at about eighty, eighty-five thousand dollars. Okay. Well, guess what? The rehab was not eighty-five thousand dollars. The rehab was one hundred ten thousand dollars. But guess what? Still had enough. After repaired value wasn't three seventy-five. We sold that house for five hundred ten thousand dollars. So you know, between what we bought it for at one hundred and eighty-eight. I mean, I could have an overrun of twenty or thirty thousand dollars, and everybody's going to be made whole. And, and by the way, your 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 first and your second 
they don't get any profit participation, right? They just get straight interest rates. They get the straight interest. interest. Uh, okay. So we're not joint venturing. They are the bank. Bank, bank. Very good. Okay. Uh, and it's nice that they have a deed of trust. Okay. We're going to cut to our uh, third trivia question. This goes fast. Uh, what is the more common term for sternum? It's a part of the body. All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins the tanning certificate. What is the more common term for sternum? All right, stay with us. Best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, Edward Brown here, along with my special guest, Jay Connor. Third trivia question, what is the more common term for sternum? Well, I think, I'm not sure, but is it something to do with your rib cage? Okay, well, the breastbone is the sternum. The breastbone, okay. At first I thought chest. Uh, and I'm going, no, yeah, it's not your chest is your rib cage. It's like somewhere here in the middle of your somewhere body, in the middle of your body. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, um, Jay, you gave me a whole bunch of good things here. Uh, some of the stuff we already talked about, like, you know, top reasons for using private money, uh, mostly the banks are not giving it away, you know? Um, and also the, on your deals, you don't personally guarantee it, right? The, the only reason no, uh, I do not personally guarantee. I let the real estate that's backing it, yeah. uh, do all, do all the, um, well, not guarantee, but, but give the collateral. And, and again, they got a big equity cushion between what's the after repaired value of that property yeah. and what's actually being borrowed. Well, again, especially if, like, I mean, if the person in second position, they're writing a check and it just goes into your account and there's a trusting relationship that you're actually going to do what you say you're going to do about repairing the property. But, you know, if you've been doing this for a long time, you're in a small town, everybody knows you, you know, everybody, you know, they know, they know where to find you, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind right. of one of those That's things. Right. Where it's well, like, and you know what, you just said, time. you just said something important, Edward, and that is uh, actually, you know, when I have a new private lender wanting to do business with us and we get so many referrals these days, you know, and I say, well, Jay, I'm ready to start. What do I do? Write you a check. No, 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 no. You do not write me any checks. So when I have a private lender funding one of our real estate deals, they wire their funds directly here in North Carolina. We actually use real estate attorneys to close deals. I know in California, you probably use title companies or or escrow, whatever, but regardless, whoever your closing agent is, they, the private lender wires their funds to the closing agent. Then after closing and everything's on public record, everybody's protected, then the funds are dispersed. Yeah. Okay. That, that totally makes sense. Uh, have you, uh, we're going to put you on the spot a little bit. Have you had any uh, deals go south? Well, I've always had, uh, as I said, overruns. Uh, is yeah. the profit going to be as much as I predicted? Sometimes it's more, like on 1010 Oak. Yeah. But um, I have never had a deal go south to where the private lender could not get every penny that was promised to them. That, there you go. That, that, that's good. And how, how, uh, how long have you been doing this? 
So I've been borrowing private money. So I've been doing real estate since 2003, but I started borrowing private money in 2009. We've rehabbed a little over 450 houses right here in our local area. And um, so we've got, you know, quite a bit of experience on the rehabbing side and working with private lenders. Gotcha. And I'm going to give you a little little plug here because a lot of times people are going to go, oh, well, you know, 2009. I mean, that was after the crash. The thing is, real estate didn't actually, it didn't crash. It had a prolonged decline. So it's just like Pacific Private Money, we were lending in 2008, 9, 10, and 11. The market was still declining, but nobody lost money. Uh, generally speaking, how long a term uh, are you telling your first and second mortgage uh, holders? Yeah, typically they're going to be in and out and get their money back within a year because we flip so many of them. However, the notes, we write the term for two years. The reason we do that is sometimes we will sell a home on rent to own or lease purchase, and we do something very different. You know, a lot of real estate investors, uh, in fact, most real estate investors, when they sell on rent to own or lease purchase, they leave the buyer to their own devices to get their mortgage. And that's not going to happen. Hardly ever. We actually require our rent to own buyers to enter our credit repair program. And 80% of our rent to own buyers actually cash out and get a mortgage. And so that's why we write the term for two years, because sometimes it takes a little longer for the property to not only be occupied, but for that rent to own buyer to get ready for a mortgage. And so we'll do two years. However, we give something similar to what you do in every note with our private lenders. By the way, a lot of our private lenders are using investment capital and or they're using their retirement funds by using moving their retirement funds to a self-directed IRA company. Uh But what happens a lot of times is they will loan us the money. uh, We will actually end up paying that back early prior to the note coming due. But there's one thing that we do in every note. We give our private lenders in the promissory note a 90-day call option. I heard you say you're giving your investors a 30-day yeah. call option. But we give them 90 days, and which, you know, we don't need 90 days. I mean, I've got a problem, Edward. I've got a whole lot more money than I can use, right, <laughs> to, to put to work. And so if someone needs their note, their money back, part of the note coming due, we typically can get that replaced for them and replace their money with another private lender's money. Oh, in less than less than two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you don't you don't have a fund. You have individual uh, investors. But uh, interestingly enough, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. If, if for some reason you have some fairly wealthy people who are waiting for you to come to them with a deal. And sometimes it takes a while. You, you got to do your due diligence on getting bids and, and looking at the properties. Uh, you know, keep us in mind, right? Because we Absolutely. know we give the money back at 30, you know, after 30, all we need is 30 day notice, you know? So it's, a good, place to, it's a good way to get some, anyway, kind of, kind of push a little, little, little bit there. Uh, let's see here, before we go to break, um, how much money is available to use on deals? So when you say how much is available, you mean how much do I have sitting on the sideline or what? Um, Well, that was one of the questions uh, that you guys posed for me to ask was how much money is available to use on deals? Oh, now I understand your question. Now, how much private money is available? Well, that's that's an interesting question because it's got an interesting answer. Prior to COVID, Edward, there was 18 
trillion with a T, $18 trillion in cash sitting in people's retirement accounts that they weren't using and they didn't know what to do with it. Guess what? And I know you know this because you're plugged in. In our, regardless of your political affiliation, yeah. facts are facts. Yeah. In the current administration, there's been more money printed in the basement of the White House yeah. than any other administration, particularly in 2020. And the self-directed IRA company that I refer all my private lenders to because they've got amazing customer service, they just told me two months ago, not $18 trillion, Two months ago, there was $31 trillion in cash. Bill? 31, 31 trillion, trillion in, in cash still. sitting in people's retirement accounts. Well, they, should they, all give it, they should just give it to the government and retire the, the uh, national debt, and it will be down to zero. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Or maybe better than that, invest with you and get eight, nine, or ten. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, okay, I can't quite place thirty-one trillion dollars. <laughs> not, not, not almost, but not quite. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to ask uh, Jay uh, some uh, good strategies and uh, some pieces of financial advice to offer to the audience. Uh, let's see. Also. Uh, I, and then uh, well, I'll give you a little bit of update on uh, some of the other stuff we're doing at uh, Pacific Private Money. So, uh, in fact, I'll give that a little bit right now. So we're in a posi- our our freedom fund, the one that we're paying either seven, eight, or nine percent. We, we've got forty two million dollars uh, out, and I mean it just grows like crazy because again, the same thing. People are looking and going. Where else can I put my money that, that conservatively? Um, so if, that, if you need uh, to, to look us up, it's PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. The best of investing will be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Jay Connor. Uh, Jay, this has been very interesting. A lot of good stuff. Uh, let's get let's give out some advice to uh, to the audience. It's uh, one of your questions here is, is one key piece of financial advice to offer to the audience. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> as far as advanced uh, financial advice goes, number one. Do business with somebody that you have checked out. You've done your due diligence. And just because there's like a big carrot hanging out there uh, with a return, make sure you know who you're doing business with. Right. And number two, myself, I don't invest in anything unless I understand it. In other words, don't let your greed (laughs) glands in your neck determine your decision as to who you're going to do business with. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah you know, it's funny. I, I, tell, I tell people the exact same thing and because you know, people, a lot of times they go, well, I don't understand this private money thing. And I, so I go through an example. I said, we're like, in our case, I said, we're, we're the bank. I said, if you went to Wells Fargo and you wanted to buy a house and they wouldn't lend you the money because your credit score is two points too low, or, you know, so, or you haven't been at your job for two years, what are you going to do? But you want, you want to buy that house. You can go. You can go to your mom or dad or uncle, and maybe they've got the money, and then that's fine. But what do you do if they don't have the money? You're gonna get. You're gonna get robbed the bank? No, you're gonna. You're gonna call a mortgage broker who's gonna call us because we're private financing. So we're just like the bank. You got a deed of trust, just like you give your clients. Um, same sort of thing. That's good. Hey, uh, we got a quick minute here. Um, the the one story that you had that you sold it for five hundred thousand. Uh, is that been your your most successful story? 
that was one of the higher profit ones. Uh, the most profit I've ever made on a deal sold the home for six hundred twenty-five thousand right before property values started coming down in two thousand seven. That was right here in uh, Moorhead City. Uh, bought that house for just under two hundred thousand. The rehab. The renovation was two hundred thousand. Wow! So we had four hundred grand in it, but we sold it in the multiple listing service for uh, six hundred thousand. And wow, it was like a mini mansion. I like had the I big guess. southern columns on the front yeah. of the house. Well, you must. Um, the thing is, you know, you you. My guess is that you probably got some pretty good construction crews who do good quality work. That's so important. You know, guys showing up on time and doing good work. Uh, and not uh, jerking you around for you know change orders and, and that sort of thing because I mean you're the man you got to you got to control those guys absolutely and, uh, that's you your, yeah your and we're very blessed I mean you know um, one of our contractors has been our primary contractor for 15 years uh, another one's been with us for about eight years and so the great news is as you said we're in a small town everybody knows everybody and you know one question i get all the time edward from my students is well how do i find a contractor and decide who i'm gonna do business with here's a big tip call the subcontractors call the electricians yeah. call the plumbers call the hvac Smart. people they know who the good ones are because they know who pays them on time very very good point in fact there was there was uh, some advice i gave to a contractor one time i said before you do any work especially this in california i said check a t- preliminary tunnel report and see how much debt that homeowner has because yeah, you if you don't get paid, sure you can do a mechanics lien. But if there's fifteen million dollars of loans on a house and you're behind them, because they they sometimes they don't understand. They think, oh, I got a mechanics lien. I'm I'm in first position. Uh, no, real estate taxes, recorded deeds of trust, and then your recorded mechanics lien. And of course, I'm That's not giving right. legal advice. Give me the okay. Uh, before we cut out really quickly, how do people get a hold of you if they're interested in what you offer? Absolutely. Uh, Edward, I love sharing with other real estate investors, whether they're a seasoned real estate investor or brand new, how it is that I get my deals funded with private money. And I've got a book that I just recently released on Amazon. It's 20 bucks. But here on your show, your listeners can get my book for free. All right. It's called Where to Get the Money Now. And it's not an ebook. It's an actual book that I'll autograph and mail in the mail. All right. Just send me, a, send me a copy. I'm going to read that because I want to know more about that all right absolutely okay and they can get it at jayconnor.com and i'm an er by the way so www.jayconnor j-a-y-c-o-n-e-r.com get the book and i'll ship it to you all right here's our thoughts for the day what happened when the turkey got into a fight he got the stuffing knocked out of him (laughs) and bill gates said i choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it i thought that was pretty good all right tune in next week to the best of investing we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team i'm edward brown wishing you the best of investing so long you've been listening to the best of investing with edward brown For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. 
The Editor. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.